is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. No, no, no. I was saying bitch. I was saying bitch a lot, but that was like part of the skit. Yeah. And it's because it was like a vine. So like, I was like, oh, you know, people would understand this. Yeah. In, in my class and oh, i mean no. people laughed oh, and her no. critique was like oh like it, it feels like misogynistic oh god and i was like uh, i was like how and she's like well you know it kind of offended me that you kept using the word bitch and i was like well it's like it's supposed to be comedic i'm, I'm not a misogynist in any way and she's like well you see how someone get offended right and i was like yeah but like i, I don't really care if you're offended if you don't find oh, it funny, you should you should have no you should have said no that was the character talking <laughs> Damn, I should have. Yeah, you should have. The ultimate defense. The ultimate. Yeah. Defense. Well, that's the character. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm trying to. It's, it's the Joker that does all those things. Oh. <laughs> have we started? I should. Can I use? Should I use the the bitch story as like the open? Yeah, I'm not misogynist, guys. Um. <laughs> uh, you know that vine where the guy just like pulls out the guitar and says like, "I love you, bitch." And oh, like, that's guitar. what you were doing. Yeah, we were doing that, and like, I don't know. I don't know how that's a good skit. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a good skit. And like, I think there was only me and one other guy in the group, and the rest were women. Oh, yeah. I, you're an ally. Someone would have said something (laughs) if we're ally. Here's the thing bitch is a gender neutral term on this podcast. Hell yeah, it it is. We got that's Jesse Pinkman for you. That's the Pinkman influence. Um, I've, I've had. I've had talks with women before where they're like, hey, just don't say really? bitch around me. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, I, I would say You've like. You've had talks with women? This oh, is, yeah, I know. It's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> Inter I mean, big Willie style exclusive. But uh, I was like, yo, like what? I call everyone a bitch. Like, you know, we, we call men are bitches too. Okay. Bitch is a, a state of mind. It's like, <laughs> it's like the, you remember that whole big dick energy thing a couple summers yeah. ago? Oh, don't like be. Women. Bitch state and bitch state of mind. The bitch state of mind. You can have big dick energy regardless of gender. Mm-hmm. Um, big Willie style, baby. Speaking of Big Willie style, welcome to Big Willie style, and also welcome to Earth. I'm Kellen Kermins. I'm Moise Camacho. This is Big Willie style. This is the podcast where every week we watch a film in the career of Will Smith. And watch as he goes from Fresh Prince to arguably the biggest movie star of all time. How does he do it? You know, it's Big Willie style. That was uh, nice. Th- thank was you. Nice. I'm still, yeah, I'm still working, workshopping it. My mistake with Sandler took me like 30 episodes to get really get it down. But we this don't have them. Only, yeah, we have like 30, only 30 episodes. Yeah, only 30 episodes. Yeah. Only, I mean. <laughs> o- only to- half of your, our, our year. Don't say it like that. (laughs) (laughs) This week is um, arguably the movie that makes him the like the biggest star. Yeah, like this. This like you know, as successful as Bad Boys One is, that's still like kind of niche. Like that's R rated. You know, not that's not like you know. I'd hesitate to call that like a typical summer blockbuster just because like it's R rated. Yeah, but this is you know. This this made eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, perfect timing for us to watch it too. Oh yeah, we're I'm just so full of patriotism right now. <laughs> it is so cool being an American right now. Yeah, and shout out America, but also fuck America. Uh, excellent time to be watching Independence Day. It's the '90s were such a simpler time. Yeah, I had a talk with my friends who said that he hates movies like this. Like yeah. uh like movies where it's like, oh, Alien takes over. I was like, why? And he's like, I'm just like scared of that. And I was like, that's what fucking movies are about. You watch shit that's like not gonna happen. <laughs> hey, this hey, Independence Day, that could be real. We don't know. I mean, if it were, it'd be cool. I'd be I'd like to die by alien. That'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, as far as like you know, of all the like movies about alien invasion, like the people wiped out in that initial blast, like that's a I mean, pretty quick way to go, mostly. Yeah. If, like, imagine if you're, if like you're dying, like the, and like you'd also just died with a million other people. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know, we had a good run. <laughs> I mean, if you're like, 
you know, that I, I'm that's if you're like right by the Empire State Building. That's assuming you're right underneath the if you're like in Brooklyn, you know, that blast is gonna take a while to get to you. That kind of sucks. But yeah, that does kind of suck. The people on top of like the that the one tower in LA that have, Oh, like, you the mean signs. the Maze Bank from GTA five? That's what it looks like. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. It's the Maze Bank building in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Thank you, Moises. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm no clue what the building is in real life, but who cares? Um, I think it's Chase Bank. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, but like, you know, there are movies where like aliens like fucking like rip people apart or like turn them to dust or abduct them and like put them in like fuck pods or whatever. Like, you know, Independence Day. Or or take them to Mars because Mars needs moms. Moms, yeah. So, you know, like, could be better, could be worse in the Independence Day universe. Although... I, I did. I have seen this movie many, many times. Um, but the, there's a couple of things that really jumped out at me this time. Uh, one of the things that jumped out at me this time is it like, um, in because you know the movie's acts like Act One, Two, and Three is like July second, third, and fourth. And the July third section of the movie, there's a portion where it just turns into like kind of a a worse version of Top Gun. You know, with all the fighter pilots, like you got Will Smith and Harry Connick Jr. as like the maverick and goose of this world. And like they're all like cracking jokes and like high spirits like uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Jimmy or what's (laughs) yeah, Jimmy, like Will Smith's friend, like is like doing like a Jesse Jackson impression. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I get it's a movie. It's a it's a it's kind of a, a fun action movie, but it's like. A lot of people just died in the world. That's what I pointed out. (laughs) Yeah. And then Will Smith. (laughs) I I do like, dude, I need you to take this more seriously. Like Jimmy, Jimmy dies. And it, it, it seems like they're making it out to be like, well, that's Will Smith's like best friend. Yeah. And he's cracking jokes like five minutes after his best friend just died. There's no mention of Jimmy. Like Will Smith does not show any like mourning, which makes me think that like he only put up with Jimmy because like they were like, uh wingmen you know like they were stationed together he was like kind of like oh that sucks but oh what a kind of a relief right i don't have to pretend to laugh at him anymore maybe maybe he doesn't like mourn at all because his new best friend is jeff goldblum so like right he finds a new he finds (laughs) like who who, i wouldn't be i wouldn't mourn my friend's death either if jeff goldblum was my new best friend like if you like if if a plane engine fell on your home right now and you left the zoom call and then jeff goldblum immediately popped up and said oh hey kellen i'm the i'm the uh new co-host the uh, uh big willie style. and guess what i and wouldn't I, haunt you my ghost wouldn't haunt you for that i would like <laughs> and if it was vice versa i wouldn't either I, yeah, i'd be like I would you know what for you the, the the podcast can only improve now imagine let's try to get that's our ultimate goal we had you know, that is our ultimate goal for the entire podcast, no matter what happens. Jeff Goldblum somehow is, is going to be on here with us. That'd be good. Is he on TikTok? Uh, he's got to be. Right? He seems Probably. like the type of yeah. guy would be on TikTok. Probably. Like, uh, Doesn't he have a Disney Plus show? Yeah, he does. Like, uh, It's like the world according to Jeff Goldblum, I think, or something. Man, I love Jeff, man. I hate to be like, you know, I always say, like, I hate to be like, sound like an old man or be nostalgic for a time that I wasn't alive for. Uh But I think nineties Hollywood is objectively superior to our current Hollywood because like Jeff Goldblum could be like a leading man in a big budget, like action movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like between this and Jurassic park and even, and in the Jurassic park sequel, they doubled down on Goldblum. Shout out Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. (laughs) Shout out to Jeff. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie's fucking ridiculous. And yeah, this movie's very silly. There's a the scene when uh like the explosions are going through. Uh, there's like a badass shot of a dog jumping, <laughs> boomer, barely missing the fucking explosion. Damn, boomer. Um, R.I.P. Boomer. He's definitely dead. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia because I guess there is an Independence Day Wikipedia. Uh, but there is um. I should have watched it before this episode, but I didn't want to. There is a sequel. There's Independence yeah. Day Resurgence, which just came out uh, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. I, d- I did not hear many good things about it. But yeah, me neither. 
Um, Boomer does die sometime before the second Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty obvious, Kellen. Yeah. Only the good die young, you know. Was this movie released on like 4th of July? Uh, Yes. Let me double check. I feel like that's a like yeah, it's cool to release a movie that day. July third, like, July third. Okay, okay, I, that July fourth might have been a Saturday. You know. Yeah, because it'd be weird. Because like, who's gonna go? I guess I understand people going to go see a movie like on Fourth of July, but it's still weird—a weird idea to me. <laughs> but then again, like Christmas Day, like the box office is insane. Because uh, for yeah, because. For on Christmas Day, you know, it's like for some people that's like a tradition. Like after they open presents with the family or whatever, they'll go to the theater. But there's also like a fair chunk of the population that doesn't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I, the only movie I'm gonna go see in the theaters on Christmas is Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. So I, I want the, <laughs> I want them to re-release that movie on Christmas Day, so I can go see it. Hey, you you could have uh, Christmas Day this year. You could have paid 150 dollars and had AMC run out. A theater yeah. for you honestly that's cheap and you go it's 20 people that's a good that's a great deal that's only done by a company that's in free fall <laughs> like, yeah man that's the kind of that's the kind of shit they only give you on the way out you know fuck amc though it's like a drunk uncle who's like about to go to prison so he sl- slips you 100 you know he's like <laughs> hey just take me when i'm on the inside okay i mean they're showing Sh- like they're showing good movies they, you could go see shrek yeah, that's what I couldn't figure out from the website. Can you like just pick any movie or well, it any? They had like a selection of I want to say like ten to like fifteen movies. Oh yeah. And on Christmas it was like Home Alone, National Lampoon, uh, like you know the classics. I'm Die Hard might have been on there. I don't yeah. think it was though. Uh, but I, Shrek was on there. There was a lot of like DreamWorks movies. Yeah, I think I yeah. Um. They should have had eyes wide shut. I would have paid. Yeah, Moises would have been there. Just imagine me taking my family to go see eyes wide shut. You and like when I, all the shots of like Tom Cruise wandering around and like a horny days. You can just like whisper to him like, "This is how it feels." <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Independence Day. Yeah, Independence Day. Um, uh, I, another thing uh, you were talking about the like how it's kind of like of a bootleg Top Gun in, in the second act. It's just mm-hmm. fucking boring. Like, some of those shots are so boring. Yeah. Like it, them in the jet. Yeah, it's it's like, it, it does feel very much though, like that bit. It's like, hey, Top Gun's popular. Let's do a Top Gun. Yeah, this guy, the director, Roland Emmerich. Emmer- yeah. Is like the doomsday god. Yeah, I thought about like... I thought about doing like a Michael Bay esque spiel on him, but I, I I just don't have the energy to. <laughs> There's just not as much to talk about. Also, but yeah, he's this is like the pe- the pinnacle of his whole career. I yeah. Think. Uh, Independence Day. Remember back when you know 2012 was gonna be the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, 2012. Day after the, tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, which slaps. Last time I saw it, really? it slapped. I thought it slapped. Interesting. It was like a TNT. That's a TNT movie right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Independence Day, obviously, and Godzilla. The like, I the, the first Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, that's the first American one, right? Uh, yes, I think so. The first like American produced Godzilla. Yeah. It's also bad. It's very yeah. bad. And one of my dad's favorite movies ever, The Patriot. Oh fuck! I forgot that he did the Patriot. Yeah, that's a dad movie, right? There. Dads across the the world, well, across the nation, love the Patriot. His whole thing, I guess, like because I think this is—I might be wrong. I want to say Independence Day is like his second really big movie. Is like the thing he kind of the the high he achieves here that he keeps trying to chase for the rest of his career. It seems like, and I think all movies like this kind of chased is the high you get when you see Moises's background, which is like the, like the, uh, the something I did kind of want to briefly talk about is this movie's marketing campaign, which is like very well done. Like the, the first teaser trailer for this movie. Wait, you, you were alive in 1996 to see the marketing campaign for this. Um, I actually did. Um, I, you know, I wasn't supposed to tell you this Moises for posterity, 
but I did actually like invert myself and I went back to watch it and in theaters. I'm still there right now. This Holy is just me. Yeah. I, um, it sounds like your dog is actually with you too. Yeah. They're being loud. <laughs> Fucking, I'm going to turn them into slippers. They always do this when I'm recording. <laughs> when um, you walk, they just bark. Each footstep barks. No, yeah, but like I, I did infer myself and go back in time to be there for the initial hype around this movie. And we actually have known each other for years, but we haven't like really met yet. Have enough people seen Tenet to get this joke? No, no. I I don't even get Tenet enough to make this joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie's marketing. What was the marketing campaign? Like if, we, like, if you look at this te- teaser, I think this played during the Super Bowl. Like, it actually started amazing. the trend of, like, people kicking off marketing campaigns during the Super Bowl. Like, nowadays, you know, there's, like, five or six trailers during the Super Bowl, like, getting teased. But, like, this movie kind of started that. Like, there isn't a single... I might be wrong. Let me... Yeah, there isn't, like, a single identifiable actor in this trailer. It's like, you know, it's just like shots of people looking up, like the Statue of Liberty being covered in shadow, like it, like this July, you know, they they arrive on July 3rd, they attack. Oh, I can already hear them on July. Oh, wow. This, oh, this is a great teaser. Like, and it ends with the money shot and an Independence Day, uh, the day we fight back that like. Uh, July 4th, 1996. Like, that's all you need. <laughs> this like, is a fire teaser. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, it was a kind of the 90s were kind of the start because I feel like and I, I'm willing to be a little wrong here, but I feel like trailers were sort of an afterthought in like for film previously, like in the 80s and, you know, b- before just and they're like you know you watch a lot of trailers from movies made before like hell like 2008 maybe and they're like pretty dog shit <laughs> like especially like movies i have goosebumps from that trailer yeah and that i feel shit's like fire and i feel like independence day was kind of the start of this idea that was like no you can start building the excitement for you know, the movie's excitement, the excitement of watching a movie starts with that first trailer. Like you, it, it does, it sells you like, you know, there's no mention of who's in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just aliens show up on like the 4th of July. The white house is blown the fuck up. Independence day coming this out this year. <laughs> like that's, I am, um, but this uh, is a genre that I, I really like, like, I like the world ends. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. End of 2012, the world. San Francisco. That's what it was called, right? San Francisco? Uh, San Andreas. <laughs> San Andreas. Uh, <laughs> Battle of Los Angeles. Like, I love movies like this. The, the film was marketed with several taglines, including, we've always believed we weren't alone. On July 4th, we'll wish we were. <laughs> Earth, take a good look. It could be your last. Holy and, shit. And, oh, this is a good one. Don't make plans for August. Oh. Yeah, never mind. This movie fucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, it was screened privately at the White House for President Bill Clinton and his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton was already tight. Now he's even cooler. <laughs> Uh, I, I just also think it's kind of interesting because like um, uh, I also just want to talk about like his next movie is Godzilla, I believe. And like yeah. that movie also had like a very in, like like hype worthy like marketing campaign where it's like they weren't showing the monster like uh, there, there was like a Godzilla like rap on a bus, you know. It said, like, his foot is the size of this bus, Godzilla, you know, in theaters, like, 98 or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, the trailer, it, like, ends with, like, his foot coming down or something. Yeah. And it, it, it that movie kind of, like, I think, like, the hype sort of exceeded the movie itself. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it was, that one was met with negative reviews from both critics and fans. 
worth worth noting that maybe they didn't show the design of Godzilla in the trailers because the design of Godzilla in the movie is like fucking awful. Yeah, uh, he just looks like a lizard. But uh, the, yeah, the new but, and it's also it, kind of good. Uh, which one? I haven't seen the second one yet, but I really like the first one. I should give the first one another shot. I fucked with it. I think I was just so. Uh, wait, how that was six years? That was like seven years ago. It's okay if I can spoil uh, the 2014 Godzilla, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. I think I was a little turned off once Brian Cranston died. Okay, yeah, that's like, exactly. I was like, was like kind of turned off of it. Uh, Did you see it in theaters? No. Uh, it was, it that was could cool. be why. It was that a good could, experience. That could be why. I kind of want to make a doomsday movie now. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Superman? <laughs> no, like oh, like, a, oh, like, a, like The a, world is ending. Yeah, the world is ending. Yeah, in this movie, um, kind of the sort of subgenre of like film this is, is like big ensemble disaster movie, which was yeah. kind of a big thing in like the 70s. Like there was like... Um, earthquake um tower towering inferno uh airport <laughs> uh, you know like stuff like that i think the and the idea of those is it like there's no it's a big ensemble of like the biggest movie stars like the characters are very broad um and like you just w- get to watch shit be destroyed and that's kind of like what this movie brought back for a couple years until uh, weirdly enough, sometime in the early 2000s, Americans lost their appetite for seeing big cities being destroyed. I wonder, do you know if anything happened? Uh, it's not like there was a shot of the the that exact city in this movie or anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't really think of it, actually. Well, if there was some, yeah, I mean, if we can't think of it, then it must not have had a big impact on culture and society, right? Yeah, no. I don't I I really can't think of anything. Oh, wait. Maybe No, that was in 2006 when the movie World Trade Center came out, uh directed by Oliver Stone, starring Nicolas Cage. Was that movie based uh, off anything? Michael Peña. No, I think that was a Hey, Kellen, in the edit, uh, if you're wondering when this joke just went a little too far and like it sounded probably like just cut the whole thing out. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah no that shot of the world trade center was like damn that's that sucks yeah like it, it is like i guess that's just trends of hollywood it is like kind of fascinating how we were like yes yes destroy shit destroy shit like there's like this there's um dante's peak there's another volcano movie there's armageddon by you know from last week michael bay which like armageddon feels like it's all the destruction of landmarks and independence day and took it as a challenge i need to watch that movie i i know i'd love it i think i I might be wrong but i think armageddon wipes out france in like the first 10 minutes oh nice which is a very michael bay thing to do (laughs) um you know what's my favorite uh the world is ending movie what uh the 2008 classic the happening (laughs) i'm just i'm just kidding i'm just kidding what no no is that the Mark Wahlberg thing? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know which one's mine. Uh, probably like either maybe War of the Worlds. I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like uh, Planet of the Apes with James Franco. I fuck with that movie. All the Planet of the Apes. Movies. Just kidding. Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, boy. Um, uh, yeah, like Love of Good World is... You know, I, I'm a big fan of them because it's like, I guess Interstellar kind of counts as one because it's kind of nice to see like humanity like um, work together. Yeah. I oh, guess. this is the end. Uh, yeah, that too, I guess. Yeah, that's fire. But um, yeah, and I love like a good like I love cheesy 90s like action shit. So Independence Day like beautifully kind of fits into that. Um, I also think it's interesting. The movie like was called um yeah fox really wanted to call it doomsday to kind of fit with other like disaster movies of the time yeah uh but like the writers really want um and the director really wanted to call it independence day but warner brothers owned the rights to a movie called independence day and so like kind of sneakily without permission from the studio they added in 
the references to Independence Day in the president's speech at the end. Yeah. Hoping that if it was in the movie, you know, that the stu- the, the studio would be like, oh, okay, I guess we'll get the name for you. Yeah. Uh, it worked like a charm. Yeah, it worked. You know what? It's a good speech. Yeah, people are like obsessed with that speech. Yeah, it's like, it's. I mean, it's good, but it didn't like blow my mind or anything. It's just a, it's just a certified classic. Um, sure. <laughs> like, what gets like? I, I think this, like, this speech is fine, but like, this, the, the, the line, like, his delivery of the line, like, we shout in a unified voice, we will not go quietly into that, into the night. I'm yeah, like, that- oh yeah. I'm like, okay, hoorah. Yeah, I gotta say that one. Yeah, that one did. I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Kind of loses me a little bit after that. Re gets <laughs> me on board with the today is our Independence Day. Um, <laughs> uh, I do think though, it's like I like the like, <laughs> it's like this the like central idea of the movie is like humanity, you know, comes together. But in the movie, it's very much America leads the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the Brit, like it cuts to like the British Royal Air Force or whatever, and they say one of them says like, "Oi, the Americans are about to do an attack," and another <laughs> goes like, "Well, it's about bloody time." Like they've just been sitting there twiddling their thumbs, waiting for the Americans to tell them what to do. <laughs> like, oh, fucking fuck. Brits! What what day do the british celebrate like the british don't have an independence day because they're the reason every other country in the world has an independence has one, day yeah so do they have <laughs> they like, what's their no, national they holiday they don't get they one have they have don't one. get one they don't get like one. the queen's birthday do they like celebrate that probably yeah oi happy birthday it actually Your it's own... the day it's the day thatcher died oh okay <laughs> this is a will smith podcast yeah um uh, I don't. Will Smith fucking charismatic as shit. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, he, he looks good on the screen. He's the, like one of the funniest parts of the movie. Uh, my favorite character in the movie though is Jeff Goldblum's dad. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. Uh. Pre- previously appeared in the Sandler movies. He was Gooey and Uncut Gems. Oh shit! <laughs> That's why I like him so much. Yeah. Like every other line that is said by him in this movie is something like "oy vey" or you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's very the, the characters in this movie are very broad. Is that's yeah. and that's part of like the uh, the type of movie it is, you know. That's part of you know. That's part of the appeal. Like, he's the stereotypical Jewish movie. father, you know. Will Smith is the cool pilot. Yeah, he's they save the world because of like a parent thing he does. Uh, he says, "I don't want you catching a cold. Get up from that cold floor." Uh, and they say the world because of him. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but Will Smith's really good, in it, especially in the scene behind you. Yeah, which uh, we got takes talk. place five minutes after his best friend died. Well, who we think is his best friend? Yeah, we can only made out to be his best friend. Gotta say though, this movie is patient, and it's Will Smith. He does not oh, show yeah. up until 20 minutes in. Yeah. And even then, you know, he it's a, it's a while before he becomes like a really active part of it. Yeah. He like doles it out. You know, like he, um ugh. he's what, a marine, right? Or an air force pilot. I can't uh, air, force pilot. Marine. air force okay. pilot, I think. Okay. Who he wants to be in that he wants to fly for NASA. Yeah. That's his, um, in that same day where the aliens appear he gets like a letter from nasa rejecting him yeah which like you know well i've been calling the characters broad but if you're doing like a sort of broad blockbuster like this that's a good little character detail yeah so it's like there's some sort of like arc it's kind of satisfying like he gets to you know fly into space at the end yeah i said it out loud because um because I'm an idiot when I watch movies alone sometimes. Like at the end when he flies into space, I said it like so loud. I was like, oh, so he's like finally getting his dream. <laughs> <laughs> Works like a charm. That's just like, you know, that's just textbook. Speaking of Will Smith being charming in this, uh, I I found this story. I'm not, I can't, I'm kind of like uh, pulling this from like memory. Like, so this is like third hand. Like apparently... Cause he was also kind of big at the time. 
the Will Smith character, that role was offered to Ethan Hawke. Ugh. Who, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I that, love that, you, Ethan Hawke, but no. Yeah, like, and here's what, but like, Ethan Hawke, like, he, you know, he's talking about interviews, he thought he was like kind of hot shit at that point in time, and he was oh. like reading the script and he thought it was terrible. And like, it was actually the, you know, the, the scene that's my Zoom background that made him go, this is such dog shit. Like, this I is so stupid. I cheered when that scene Well, happened. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think if I was just handed the script, no knowledge of the movie, and I read it, I would be like, that. that's stupid. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I think that's the difference between the kind of actor Ethan Hawke is and the kind of actor Will Smith is. Because, like, yeah. Will Smith, love the guy, couldn't do First Reformed. He couldn't oh, do no. Fuck no. Ethan Hawke, love the guy, could not deliver the line, welcome to Earth. Put cigar in mouth. Now that's what I call a close encounter. <laughs> After punching an alien in the mouth. Oh my god! I can imagine Ethan Hawke like saying that, and he just like starts bursting out laughing and like nice. runs off the set. He just goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah, like that that moment. I I feel like it should like freeze frame, and like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air credit should come up. You know. <laughs> I was that's about like, to say something about that. But scene that's the, that's the moment, forgot. though, I alluded to in the Bad Boys episode. Like, I think this is the moment Will Smith becomes a movie star. Uh, the moment he does that, that's like, okay, yeah, he's here. Yeah, when he punches Alien, I said, fuck yes. <laughs> oh, I remember. I, I was reading, like, a like an article on it, and they said, like, basically, this is a B movie with, like, a, a, a ginormous budget. Yeah, B movie with a ginormous budget and A list cast. Yeah, um, the, the one of the things that really stuck out to me is the uh, the like mini models of the cities are like gorgeous. They're really yeah. good. That's a, yeah. The special effects in this, uh, I think, I believe it won the Oscar for special effects. Still hold up very well. It's oh, a yeah, mix they're... of like you know CGI, which is a little like it's post Jurassic Park, but it's still a little like rough in some places. But like. The the miniature stuff like the the White House money shot we keep talking about is a one twelfth scale model of the White House that they just blew the fuck up. It's really good. Um, I mean, yeah, even the budget, the effects of like the when they first come in and it looks like like weird thunderous like fiery clouds. Uh-huh. It's scary. Like yeah. it's really scary. This shit would be scary. Like yeah. <laughs> an alien mothership just showing up above your house would be and scary. And then all these hippies are dancing on the Maze Bank building, like trying to get <laughs> fucked by aliens. Um, oh, there's there's a character too who flies a duster and he like he's yeah, his Randy weird Quaid. quirk is that he like thinks he got abducted by aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> And they joke that he like got raped by Yeah, it's fu- yeah. Anal probe, yeah. It's <laughs> fucked up yeah, that they joke about it. But oh man. Here's the thing that really jumped out to me. I never like I was talking to my dad about it and he, he, he I and I it, from, I think I saw it pointed out somewhere and I like noticed and like I remembered it on this rewatch that at the end, you know, like when they're like asking for volunteer pilots to partake in like the final you know assault right uh-huh they're like uh he's like uh my, uh, my experience is mainly with crop dusters and he's like i was uh you know abducted by the aliens and they performed some experiments on me and i'd like to get my revenge and like people laugh at him like god this guy's fucking insane but it's like aliens have been proven to be yeah. very real in the past like 48 hours. Yeah, why the fuck did they laugh at him? Yeah, you should take this guy seriously now. Like, he, this guy's telling the truth, probably. Um, See, the pre, (laughs) I love, it's a subgenre of, I can name maybe like five movies, but I do really like action movies where one of the protagonists is the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's second only to video games where the the president is the main character. I just saw this. I, I wanted to tell you about it, Moises. Have you ever heard of the game Metal Wolf Chaos? I think is what it's called. Never. It's made by the Dark Souls guys right before they became the Dark Souls guys. Uh-huh. But it's this movie about, um, it, it's this video game, my bad. It's this video game uh, where you play as the president of the United States and the vice president does a coup and takes over and he has a mech suit and you have a mech suit also and you have to fight 
the vice president and his forces to reclaim America. I'm buying this. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, I think. I think they just like released like a, a remaster of it or like a really. Holy shit, this looks insane. <laughs> um, anyway. buy you could buy it from GameStop for 15 bucks. I'm buying this shit. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, the president's a main character. It starts like there's a news report that his like approval rating has fallen below 40 percent. And just for curiosity, I'm going to go ahead and Google what Donald Trump's approval rating is right now. January 10th, 2021. Holy shit. How popular. This is according to 538. Um, 41% approval oh, rating. Oh, wow. Which is not only very concerning, but what did this fucking Independence Day <laughs> a pres- president do? This slip below attempted coup fucking maniac banned from Twitter president. That's fuck, man. I'm depressed now. <laughs> um, <sighs> hey, that's that's still a sixty percent uh, disapproval rating, which is closer than it should be. But um, who else? Uh, yeah, the president. He's like this. Like he he ran on being like a former Gulf War pilot, mm-hmm. but now that he's in office, everyone's like, you, you know, he's not as effectual or effective as he was, you know, as a candidate. Yeah. They all tell him like, pe- like people hate that. He's like young. Yeah. I don't, I never get that argument. No, I, I think that's also a different time. I think he's meant to be kind of a Bill Clinton analog. Like, I think that's like who he's like loosely based off of just in that like oh. he's slightly younger. <laughs> Cause you know, I believe it was Reagan, then HW Bush and then Clinton. I think so. Clinton was like comparatively pr- younger than yeah. the previous two dudes. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's why I fuck with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. For the record, just because I do not want to, uh, just so that neither of us show up, um, having uh, committed a very sudden, unexpected suicide tomorrow, we have no problems with the Clintons. Or any of their associates. I know I fuck with the Clintons, especially Bill. <laughs> big is he a big Willie style? I guess he, he. Come on, bro. You 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 remember what he did, right? He's big Billy style. Yeah. You heard it right, big Billy style. And Hillary's she's big Hilly style. Shout out. <laughs> okay. Shout out Hillary. <laughs> this is being edited out. Um. Oh, uh, the other main characters there's um Hitler, you Jeff know. Goldblum plays a TV repairman right like a, a a tech guy uh he's tall Jeff Goldblum is a tall yeah. motherfucker I love Jeff Goldblum though like he's a cool fucking dude six four See, okay yeah. never mind he's not that tall I mean he's no. tall but like nothing he's taller crazy. than me yeah he's 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 almost taller than me oh <laughs> right right <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I because I did not know this until um last night, but Randy Quaid's character, he's the kind of a uh, loony redneck uh crop duster mm-hmm. character who was abducted by aliens. Uh apparently it was originally like in the movie, it was filmed that um the in the movie he got rejected as a volunteer for the um mission because of his alcoholism. And the climax was he uses, he steals a missile and ties it to his red biplane and carries out his suicide mission. Why didn't they do that instead? Because that's stupid, Moises. That sounds fucking sick. Um, I'm not crazy for saying that. It's, it's <laughs> but like he, but as it is in the movie, um, he like is on the jet. And he he's in the jet and he shows up and his missiles jam. He one thing that I I kind of noticed this time is like I don't know maybe th- this is just like me cinema sensing it right. Mm-hmm. But he says like he's talking to the guy in the control room and he's like he knows he's got to do the suicide mission and he's like I want you to tell my kids I love them very much like right before he flies his plane into the mothership and blows up. Yeah. But like his kids are right there, aren't they? 
like I, his again, son I, is like right there listening yeah, his to son's the whole like, thing. Well, I, I know I'm like being cinema sins right now. But like, couldn't couldn't they? Can't they? Can't you let the kid talk to his dad real quick? Um, um another good thing I'd I'd say about the movie is uh the aliens themselves. It's like really good design. Yeah, it's a solid. Uh, it owes a lot to the alien movie. I think. The I mean, I, I I think nobody can ever beat that that yeah, movie. So does every sci-fi movie made after Alien, you know? But yeah, um, don't even get me started on Alien. Um, but uh, it's just funny to fuck it. I'm gonna go. How the fuck? Like, listen, I like Star Wars. You like Star Wars? Yeah. yeah. How the fuck, do people love Star Wars so much when there's star like space movies ten times better than Star Wars? Like. It makes me kind of mad, but anyways, um, that the the aliens and shit are pretty scary, and like uh, when they're doing the surgery on one of them, yeah, uh, really good. Like it's really the special effects hold the fuck up. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, I, I like a good rubbery <laughs> alien design. Like I like it's this. Um, it's hard to dis- like you know. I think practical effects age better than CGI just yeah. because they're tangible yeah most definitely like you know like even I mean, it, it looks I, rubbery it's very obviously a puppet you know that goes for a lot of stuff from like this era but like you know you can tell the actors interacting with something physical it's why like you know no one bats an eye at the muppets like the muppets obviously aren't real but like you know they're they're you can tell they're there i guess yeah Normally, I find like the whole like oh, I prefer you know bring you know CGI of ruining cinema <laughs> thing kind of annoying like bad CGI is but you know I think that's one thing that like really helps and I think that's the thing that like is lost with the sequel because you, if you look at the trailer for the sequel you know it's like even more destruction but like you know you can sort of tell it's like oh oh it's all CGI they didn't build a one twelfth replica of the White House and blow it the fuck up. They should have. Um, I haven't seen the second Independence Day. Uh, I don't I want hope, to because I, I really like this one. Know. I hope it's like a plot point that, um, like that, it's like the grand opening of the new White House in the second one. It's like it took us, you know, twenty years, but we finally rebuilt the White House, <laughs> and then just in time for aliens to show up and blow at the kingdom. That'd be in. fucking sick. I hope that's I'm I'm trying to will that into existence. It's like a white like a Tron White House has fucking lights on it and shit. Oh, it's like some shitty like postmodern design White House, you know? <laughs> like it looks like those like uh it it looks like the White House got gentrified, you know, that that like yeah. design. <laughs> like new White House and new is spelled in you with like the two dots over it. I'm sorry, who willingly pays Liam Hemsworth to be their leading man? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dude, c- coming out swinging at Liam Hemsworth. Man, fuck Independence Day Resurgence. I'm never going to fucking watch that piece of shit movie. I think they... Um, uh, oh, never mind. Liam Hemsworth is flicking off the aliens. Oh, I'm watching that shit. Never mind. I like Liam Hemsworth a lot. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, I think they like kill Will Smith's character off like off screen in that movie they're like uh he, he he's not in this one because uh he he died during an experimental test pilot uh a couple years ago <laughs> lame just say like oh yeah he went he's we made contact with more aliens and he's the ambassador for jupiter <laughs> that's where your father is right now never mind. another uh scene that made me uh oh sorry i just want to say um nikki from fresh prince of bel-air is uh plays will smith's son in this movie yeah nikki, his... we did not we we did not talk about i don't think we watched any episodes that really had him uh in our fresh prince episode but nikki is like the fourth banks child that gets introduced about halfway through the show fuck oh yeah when the aliens like first land well no when they first destroy like there's the countdown that Jeff Goldblum has. Uh-huh. It shows like all the scenes of destruction, just like complete silence. And it's just all the explosions yeah. and well, it's not complete silence. There's it just has, no score. There's no yeah. score. It has its cake and eats it too. And it like, it's like makes the destruction like awesome, but it's still yeah. like a lot of people just died. And that the set is just really good. Like you see all of the cars, like 
I don't know. That's for some reason. That's a shot that's in every like world is ending movie. But it, I've never. It looked. This is probably my favorite. I've never yeah. seen it look this good. Yeah. Like World War Z. Um, I think did it pretty well. But yeah. um, <laughs> I guess it's because that's a shot we always see. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's traffic. Everyone's running away. Yeah. Uh, it looks amazing in this movie for some reason. It, yeah. Go, and to bring it back to what we were saying earlier, you know, like the, the pilots are all like cracking jokes and like, you know, at each other and making fun at each other. And I just want the commander to be like, guys, like New York and Los, Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. were wiped out yesterday. That's like a fifth of the U.S. population, at least <laughs> like guys, a lot of the, I need you to take this seriously. It's like a million 9-11s. Like, come on. <laughs> No, your mama gonna die because of the aliens. Yeah, like exactly. guys, 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 chill the fuck out. Seriously, those aliens. My, I had a, my my parents were in New York, guys. I need you to. <laughs> I fucking had family there. I. I uh, and that's when Mark Wahlberg comes out, you know. Yeah. And he's hey, like, guys, you need hey, you need to keep you, you need to keep it together, okay? Hey, Boston's all right. Boston's next, okay? So we Boston's we gotta next. get this shit handled. Yeah, protect the hub. <laughs> it is kind of satisfying because, like, you know, this movie, like, it starts out and all these characters are all on their different sort of corners of the story. It's, like, that's what I was going to say. Hold on. Um, this movie is uh, Hollywood's, uh, not Hollywood, the blockbuster Magnolia. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they all, it's all their separate stories, totally, like, not connected. And then they all connect in the end. I want... Uh, spoilers for Magnolia. Go ahead and like skip forward thirty seconds if you plan on watching it. But in that movie, after the frogs fall, like it fades to black, then comes up July third. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like it's kind of it is kind of sad. I like I I just think there's like something very satisfying about like watching all of the characters converge. Like you know, it's it's kind of fun. Like. Will Smith, he crash lands out in the desert. He's dragging the alien. He runs into the convoy of rednecks. Yeah. Um, um all those I don't know what that desert is called, but uh, every single shot in that desert is fucking beautiful where the sand is like white and dry. Uh the salt flats near Great Salt yeah. Lake. Uh the master has shit in there. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the ending shots with Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith smoking the cigars. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. That is, it, it, it is pretty like comedic how like, uh, how like Will Smith is just dragging the alien <laughs> yeah. with his parachute <laughs> yeah. and they run into some random people and he's like, Hey, we're going to go to area 51. <laughs> Speaking of which I, I wanted to, um, because, uh, like a lot of movies that involve the military, pretty much any movie you see that has like the military in it, there's a good chance it was like partially funded by the Department of Defense, uh-huh. uh, which is a fun thing to watch people discover recently. Um, uh, but like, for example, as you could probably guess, all of the Transformers movies are partially uh-huh. funded by the DOD. Um, this movie was going to have that. And basically when I say funded, what I mean is just like they're given allowed to film at military bases um you know given these vehicles you use given these uniforms you use uh without having to like buy and rent all that and it's also they consult on scripts which you know there's there's some debate over how much consulting they do (laughs) but um and that's what they were going to do for this movie until uh, the writer and director refused to remove the Area 51 subplot from the movie, and then they backed out because of that. Exactly, because them motherfuckers have aliens. The truth is out there, everybody. What else is there to talk about for Independence Day? We had 20 years to prepare. So did they. It came out June 24th. What the fuck? What kind of bullshit is that? Are you still looking at Independence Day Resurgence? Yeah, that's some... No, never mind, I'm not going to see it anymore. Uh, Independence Day. Will Smith, funny, charismatic as hell. No wonder he became a fucking superstar oh, yeah. after this. And this also like um, was a part of like the uh, sort of late '90s sci-fi comeback in pop culture that is continued by 
next week's movies, movies, uh, Men in Black one and two, mainly Men in Black one. Fucking bangers. I know a banger, a banger. I haven't seen these since I was maybe like 10. I'm very excited to watch these. Uh, I have not seen them in a while. Uh, I don't think Men in Black 2 is going to be as good as I thought it was when I was a kid, but I think I'm going to, I'm looking forward to Men in Black. That's a, yeah. cl- that's a classic. That's next week. That'll be uh, the January 22nd episode. And then the week after that, Enemy of the State. Uh, and then February 5th, the, the hot streak comes to a screeching halt with Wild Wild West. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, so that's... Um, you know, it was a, a, a weird thing, though, that always confused me about Independence Day. What? That logo. Why is it like ID4? I don't get that. I, I think it's like Independence Day, 4th of July. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's stupid, though. Yeah, because it... it, cause it co- <laughs> You know, kind of immediately brings in mind like, oh, I guess it's the fourth Independence Day movie. Yeah, I'm going to buy some merch from Independence Day. That's that's a good logo, though. There are websites I meant to send to you that like sell like it's like eBay, but for like old like film crew, like merchandise, you know, like hats or jackets or whatever. It seems like right up your alley. I've been meaning to send it to you. Independence Day. I'm going to try to buy like an Independence Day hat. Yeah, I'll rock that. Yeah, you can rock that. Big, big Willie style, man. Whatever you do, don't look up. That's fucking <laughs> sick. That's cool. Damn, man. They they knew how to market. Who did the marketing? Yeah. Like, uh, props to them. Yeah, they. I, I think I'd it's argue as genius like as the guy who said, "You know what? Let's let's just name it the PlayStation Two. Like, <laughs> it's as genius as that guy. Yeah, uh, I think like. Yeah, I think this movie, it's safe to say, like, single-handedly, maybe not single-handedly, but, like, was a very strong uh, factor in, like, how marketing campaigns changed, like, in the 90s and that on to now. Yeah. Like, you know, this movie is, like, it's like that domino meme. Like, this is the first domino, and the big final domino is that trailers now have trailers. (laughs) Yeah, teaser trailers, such a weird concept. No, not even teaser trailer. Like when they'll like drop like the Russo brothers will drop like a 30 second preview of the new Avengers trailer that's coming out tomorrow. It's like a trailer for a trailer. Oh, the uh, oh, I want to say, too, though, the um, the day, the actual like alien when it's standing up and all its tentacles are going everywhere is fucking like terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, And it looks so cool because it looks like it's so big. It kind of looks like a mech suit almost. Um, they yeah. must have had like a tall dude on stilts to fucking do that shit. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe we we just gloss over it. The president of the United States flies a fighter jet and declines oh, his final battle this week. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't. That's insane. But more movies should do that. I think. Yeah. Like, uh, um, like if at the end of in like uh the first Avengers, Obama shows up like flying the jet. Oh my fucking god! Who's or, playing like, Obama? himself oh oh shit who's gonna play donald trump when donald trump's in movies uh god it's they're all gonna be terrible because i mean yeah um because the it's sadly the person who was born to play donald trump is no longer with us and you both know you know who i'm talking about philip seymour hoffman should oh my god he because he would have nailed it right holy shit like he would have like everyone that plays Trump from now on, uh, you know, all the power to him, but they're just going to be doing a shitty impression. They're just going to be doing like hey, Kvefe or fucking whatever. Hoffman, Helen, you you just opened brought, my third eye. He would have brought vulnerability to it. <clears throat> oh <laughs> my fucking God. Damn shame. It's a tragedy, but yo, please. You thought of that all by yourself, right? Please tell me you did. Uh yeah. I've I've also seen other people like I've been vindicated by seeing a lot of like other people like say it, but yeah, it should have been Hoffman. You're it's a goddamn show. genius. I don't know who else can do it. Um what's I I I'm I'm drawing a blank. I just found a wild wild west shirt. 
It's yeah. brand new. They're charging $550. Oh, my God. All right. Anything, else to, least, anything else to talk about with Independence Day? Um, let's not talk about how about to spend $500 on a T-shirt. Oh, Moises. Yeah. Big Willie style, Independence baby. Independence Day, fun, fun, cheesy movie. Fun as fuck. Um, I watch it every 4th of July. I can start doing that because this is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's not really good. But. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, it's more of, I should say when I say it's good, because we haven't talked so much about the quality of the movie, I guess. Yeah, it's dumbass fun. It's dumb. It's kind of a guilty pleasure for me, but it's like, I think and this is something I've talked about, I, I've probably bitched about before, but there is something like so sincere about this movie that I think a lot of blockbusters nowadays are lacking. And that's kind of the... Um, we we did we gave him a little shit last week because I noticed when I was listening to the Bad Boys edit, but like Joss Whedon's effect on modern blockbusters cannot be overstated, Mm-mm. and that they're all like every character is Tony Stark like making sarcastic quips like oh that's so is that a thing? Yeah, I agree with you. But this movie is just plays it so straight. Yeah, the characters are like too um, too broad. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I, I have a soft spot for these kind of movies from this like era. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch Point Break tonight because I've never Fuck. watched it. Point Break is legitimately a good movie. That should be in the Criterion Collection. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know if I believe that, but Point Break rules. I just know it's like a 90s action movie. I've been meaning yeah. to watch it. It's very mellow, not melodramatic. I guess melodramatic, operatic. That's the. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. That's. But oh, that's point break rules. Um, I guess it's Independence Day. I can't. I'm really drawing a blank. Yeah, I mean, it's there's there's a lot of shit in this movie. Yeah, honestly, Uh, I didn't have a lot to say about it. So alien uh, rape jokes. I'm shocked we managed to talk about it for that long. I mean, half the time we weren't we weren't even talking about it. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. uh, Final thoughts. We've had a lot of long episodes lately. We could use a, a sub one hour one. I think. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, final thoughts? Uh, like I said, kind of cheesy, fun movie. Will Smith's not in as much of it as I thought. Mm-mm, but he's definitely like one of the most exciting parts of the movie. Yeah. I, I guess, I don't know if I got to finish this point earlier, but like it's fun to like all these characters, you know, they start off separate and then at the end they all come together. It's like very fun to watch. Like it's, I, I just get excited whenever like Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum start working together. Yeah. It's just like, it's I mean it's such a weird combo. But it is. They bounce off each apparently like uh according to IMDB trivia, um a lot of the dialogue that of seeds that had Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum together uh was improvised. Oh really? So yeah. the script can't, can't oh, let writers fucking god. God damn it, writers can't have shit nowadays. They took my script. Can't have shit in Hollywood. <laughs> Motherfucker stole my writing credit. Can't have shit in LA. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to do it for us with uh, Independence Day. And um, as we wrap up, uh, as we do every week, we're going to give our non Will Smith recommendations. These can be anything movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, poem, painting, painting park. Yes. Uh, and I'm continuing. Because, uh, you know, I say that every week. I've kind of gotten it down to muscle mem- memory. Uh, movie, book, um, can be anything. Movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, poem, park, painting. I kind of get the last three. Those are newer editions. You know, I don't quite have those. Uh, but I'm going through each of those and recommending one of them. Uh, so this week, last week I did a movie. This week I did a book. This week I'm doing a book. And I'm going to recommend, uh, do I still have it on my shelf? We'll see. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck. Found it. There we go. Um, I'm going to recommend a book I actually had to read in high school, which I, I think <laughs> I'm worried will show how little I actually read, but I actually really enjoyed this book. Uh, it's called 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Um, a hard book to describe. I won't try to. Um, it, it won the uh, Nobel Prize for Literature. It's an absolutely beautiful book. Um, I can't claim to understand it fully, but I really enjoyed it. It kind of follows this um, 
the Buendia family through multiple generations. There's like kind of this magical realism thing as uh, each generation of the family um, meets the, you know, meets their own sort of tragic uh, outcome. Uh, Are and, they still making it like a Netflix series? Uh, against common sense i think they still are uh i like that news of that came out right before i had to read it senior year and the whole time i just kept thinking like i do not envy whoever's fucking in charge of that show yeah it yeah it's a great fucking book oh oh that's right you were an ap lit yeah it's great yeah i don't know if it's my favorite book i don't know if i have a favorite book i just don't read a lot but it's probably the best book i've ever read if that makes sense uh but yeah 100 years of solitude um, no, let's just, uh, my fa uh, let's, uh, record. Okay. Uh, probably my favorite movie of 2020. I haven't seen all of them, obviously, but, uh, Sound of Metal. It's an Amazon this. original. Um, Riz, I don't, how do you say his last name? Ahmed? I, like, do I, do I, I just, think Riz Ahmed. I Ahmed? Be... Okay. Riz Ahmed, uh, insane performance. Um, Damn, I don't, I can't, fuck it. Two recommendations. I also recommend Ma Rainey's Black Bottom because it's. I'm, I see it's getting a lot of average reviews, but like everyone is saying that Chadwick Boseman is amazing in it. I agree, he is amazing in it. I personally really like the movie. I don't understand why it's getting like kind of average reviews when it comes to the actual movie itself. I still need to watch it. But um, I'd say both Riz Ahmed and Chadwick Boseman gave like... Hopefully they get their their nominations uh, for those because yeah. they they both are fucking stunning. Like it's it's really hard to not it's really hard to be bored watching those movies. I guess uh, yeah. because yeah, I mean, they have like all the screen time and mm-hmm. um, they're both like insanely like magnetic forces to watch. Um, but Sound of Metal personally was my favorite of last year haven't watched every movie so i don't know but um mm-hmm. I got it's amazon couple. original who don't got amazon fuck jeff Bezos. i need to watch that i think i might i might try and watch that tonight like i haven't even seen a lot of the movies that like were nominated but i sent you this like this is like a variety's predictions for best actor nominations mm-hmm. and like not only i i just know deep in my gut it probably won't happen but because like a i liked all pretty much all the people that were nominated and B, there was like, I think literally one of the nominees was a white dude. Yeah. So that's that's not going to happen probably. But yeah, I still need to see Sound of Metal, uh, Ma Rainey. Um, I want to I want to wa- watch Minari. Like I'm that's yeah. That's, I'm that waiting looks, for it to come on theaters. That looks delightful, but that's not like that's not coming out anywhere until like April or March. It or looks something. so fucking good. Yeah. I think I've talked to you about it before, but I've been trying to will the concept of Steven Yeun as like a leading man into existence for a while. Oh yeah. He's I've just, great. I've been just trying to manifest that. And I'm, I'm hoping that it's starting to pay off. Yeah. I need to watch no. one. He was in a couple, like a year or two ago called burning. It's on Netflix. Like I've heard okay. that's really good. Yeah. I've heard of that one too. Yeah. I'm with that movement. I agree. He should be <laughs> leading man for sure. Yeah. Julian, I, I, I'm like those like witches on TikTok. I rub crystals on my forehead and like I manifest it or whatever. You, you have a. I'm gonna get fucking hexed for saying that. You now. have a Glen, uh, Glen Walking Dead poster. Uh, like you have a shrine dedicated. <laughs> yeah, I replaced it. I was so down. sad when he was dead, man. He Which is... time? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for The Walking Dead, but I don't think there's literally a person in the world that cares right now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He should if, be. If you man. cared about Walking Dead spoilers, you probably got to that point, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't think there's anyone that started watching The Walking Dead since then, you know? If uh, so, you're like weird. <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with you. You need to like oh. see someone. Sorry. And um, Nomad Land, I think, is the one. Oh, the yeah. With Francis McDormand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, uh, sh- if you joined the first couple episodes of Big Willie Style, share it with the uh, big penis haver in your life, um, aka the Big Willie. Um, and uh, Big Willie energy. And if there's nothing else, we're going to end with our Will Smith fact of the week. 
that is that this is a true nugget of information about Will Smith. It's uh, true, historically correct. Uh, just a little factoid nugget of information for you to think about, reflect on until we meet again next week to talk about the first two Men in Black motion pictures. Factoid's a funny word. It's a good, funny word. I like it. It's a good word. Um, this week's uh, Will Smith fact of the week is that Will Smith um, is seven feet tall. Holy shit. He's as tall as a fucking alien. Yeah, they had to. Was he the guy who was like in the alien costume? Yeah, you know they um every it's like Tom. You know how for Tom Cruise they have to put him on like fruit crates and what or yeah. whatnot to make him look. They have to do that for every other actor for Will Smith. Oh wow! Just to make him look like normal height. Yeah. So like in uh in this Fresh is, Prince was that like weird technology they're like using? The perspe- no, it's the perspective. It's like what oh. they did for The Hobbit. You know? Oh shit! They just had James Avery stand closer to the camera. <laughs> James Avery's shorter than him. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh god. So they filmed it. It's like what they did for Gandalf in the Hobbits. Yeah, and uh Eternal Sunshine. Like uh yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay I remember that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Colin Grameens. I'm Luis Camacho. We'll see you next week. Yeah. With a, another true fact. Yep. Sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air.